Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey everybody and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. This is Joel Anderson. This is Jordan Pomaville. And that is Phil Ranta, the sports outsider. I don't know anything about sports, so that makes me a that. You're a that. You're like a, different than us. You are separate us. and you are different. I'm separate and not equal. Yes, exactly. Yes, absolutely if, not. If, if you're certainly not equal in terms of sports knowledge. No, but in terms of body, uh, I am greater than equal, if oh, you know what I mean. Because uh-huh. I am a sexy dude. <laughs> I don't know. All right, ladies will it's have to look me up. It's been established that I'm quite fat, but right. Jordan's in pretty good shape. I'm in pretty good shape. But I am sexy. You do. You have the X factor. Yeah. yeah. You have I've the X factor. X factor. Boom. <laughs> You're mailing it in today. I can yeah. already tell. No, I'm not. You're totally mailing it in. Are you kidding me? That wasn't mailing it in. This is pure energy and light. People are <laughs> loving this. Did you see any games this week? Nope. Did you play any games? This- I did. I played Tecmo Super Bowl for the Nintendo Entertainment System 1991 style with the Detroit Lions. Woo! Uh, I believe this is week six. And you can check that out on YouTube. YouTube.com slash comedy pod net. Make sure to check all the back episodes. Boom. I think, uh, what was it, Full of Brightness and Light? Yeah. I think that should be the name of Phil's autobiography. Yeah. Full of Brightness and Life. Yeah. I could. <laughs> I don't have a lot to say. I've only been around 31 I, years, and a lot of them ain't so interesting. Yeah, but like 31 years is like 89% of how long you're going to live, Phil. Yeah. You're, if I was one of the fleas that lived it. in your apartment, then Energy I would have lived like I'd You'd already times. be dead, Phil. I took care of that. They I didn't used- have time to write their autobiography. There's They're this gone. special kind of algae that they dry out, and then it's like uh, it's like a whole bunch of silica. I spread it all over. All my right, carpets. let's go to That's something how I want to go. A little more interesting. Okay. Okay. The green of the grass. God oh, damn it. Yes. The softness of a well-worn glove. Nope. The smile of a child eating popcorn at the ball game. This is only baseball, presented by Socks. Feel the socks on your feet. Oh, I love that tagline. Volume four, evolution of the rules. I don't believe in oh. evolution. This is bullshit pseudoscience. I don't buy it. It's not that kind of evolution, Phil. No, this is actually just a really interesting story of how the different rules in baseball came to exist. Evolution's not a rule. It's a guess. Shush, shush. Okay. we, we got to hear what they're going to say. Uh, I'll bet they're going to cover the infield fly rule. When the National League was formed in 1876, its rules changed nearly every year for the next quarter century. Oh, that's so different from how baseball is now, Phil. Oh, God damn it. In 1883, pitchers were required to deliver pitches with their hand below their hips. Whoa, whoa. Is that like underhand? Yes. You put your hand below your hip. When you dip, dip, we dip, you pitch. After that year, the rule was changed to allow shoulder-high deliveries. Ooh. Ooh, sidearm. In 1885, the rules changed, and until 1893, to allow bats to be flat on one side. However, beginning in 1893, they had to be round. Ooh. In 1887, the rules were changed so that batters could no longer call for a pitch, and the strike <laughs> zone was defined as from the shoulders to the knees. I got an idea. You can draw me a picture instead and just show it to me after the podcast. Uh, shh, you're interrupting, <laughs> God damn it. During this period, the pitcher's mound was much closer to home plate, 
Foul balls were not counted as strikes. Oh. Batters got four strikes, and oh. the number of cow- called balls resulting in a walk, which initially included strikes and foul balls, went from nine to eight to seven to six to five to four, and in 1884 to, to four. In that same year, Two. the number wow. of strikes went from four to three. God, oh, man, this so sucks. Eight, 1883 is the year that we get the modern uh, count. This is you can pinpoint Awful. it, Phil. 1883. Yeah, they're all dead, and there's a reason. I killed them. In 1887, a rule was adopted for that year, only counting walks as hits, which played havoc with statistics. Oh, uh, can you imagine? This is part of probably why people don't uh, count old statistics as closely. Looks like this one. This is the one you were excited about. Oh, oh. In 1894, foul bunts were made strikes, and the infield fly rule was adopted oh. with one out. Oh my gosh! Okay, that's in 1901. The infield fly rule was extended to apply when there were no outs. Oh my Tweet gosh! Tweet to at Sports the Number Three Podcast, telling them to stop hashtag only baseball. Stop this segment. This was only baseball presented by Socks. God, that was fascinating. Socks feel the socks they read. That uh, was awesome. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! We we have a letter. What's, oh, what's got the a letter. It's in the yeah. It's uh, I didn't I didn't see the letter. No, it's right here. It says it's from it's Major a, League Baseball. Yeah, it's, it's not a letter. Oh, actually. I would have seen a telegraph. That. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't a, even know we could get words on paper. Hang on, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it. Okay. Uh, what is this? I I wish you guys would have told me we got a telegraph from Major League Baseball. I would have been really excited. Well, about yeah. It. Okay. Hang on, Jordan. I'm reading. It's it. part uh, of all the microphones that are everywhere. They uh, told us it was coming. Fuck you, Phil. Okay. So, sports, sports, sports podcast. Stop. You think for Telegraph they would have gone S three podcast? Okay, sports, sports, sports podcast. Stop. Uh, this is a cease and desist notice for a piece called Only Baseball. Yes. Stop. <laughs> what? What? How? How could they not like Only Baseball? Uh, only Baseball portrays baseball in a light we don't agree with. Stop. I agree. I what? agree. Yes. It finally. Says, uh, too exciting. Too modern. Uh, I, n- uh, don't appreciate our sport being lampooned around like so many Kardash- Kardashians. Stop. They actually misspelled Kardashians in the first one there. I'm amazed that yeah, they I know that the they Kardashians spelled it like a car. Are. They yeah. spelled it C-A-R. Yeah. So I guess... Uh, it's funny that they did car and then they did a dash and then they wrote yeah. eons. You know, and, and, and weird. I, gotta, I gotta say, Jordan, I think uh, I gotta agree. We we did take some creative liberties there. We tried, did sort of try to sell baseball a bit more than it probably needs well, to I be was, sold. I was reading these were actual things. These yep. was, was no, it doesn't true. matter really, because the segment's dead. We were the overselling spoken. We were overselling them. Yes. And baseball has told us to stop. Best so, news all day. I'm not, I'm not gonna say no to Major League Baseball. What's no, on the is. podcast today, guys? Uh, well, actually, one thing we A should, heaping um, helping of disappointment. No, not, no, not from this guy. <laughs> Uh, so, well, okay, well, we got to address one thing before we, we, we jump into that. Uh, right. As some of our longtime listeners may already know, um, Alex Rodriguez, famed uh, hey, slugger my buddy. and third baseman. Yes, uh, he's been a paid, emphasis on paid intern at the Sports 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 podcast ever since uh, we had Brian Cashman on the show Yeah, uh, some time ago. Uh, and he convinced Phil... To, to take, take the mystery box. Yes, to take the remaining five years on Alex Rodriguez's ob- albatross of a contract in exchange for a mystery box. And I got a best friend. Uh, that was kind of a low point for us. It was a very honest, low It was point. a very low point. Um, however, just last month... We should have known it was a human-sized mystery box. Right. We should have known a human was we inside really, it. No, was, it could have been a robot! I would, again, like to point out that I was not present for this transaction. I feel like I would have stopped it. 
That said, just last month we were uh, we were actually discussing uh, with the Sports 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 Podcast in-house counsel uh, this deal that we made, um, and uh, he was uh, had some very interesting things to say. Things like um, that in no way, shape, or form constitutes a legal transaction. And um, how is this the first that I'm hearing about this? Uh, so after that, we actually sent A-Rod back to the Yankees. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And you probably realize this because almost immediately uh, he got in a lot of trouble. I was going to say, he's been rehabbing and there's yep, been... Yep, uh, he's been attempting wait, rehab. Wait, what? That's why he hasn't been around? You sent yeah. him away? We did. Yeah, he's you gone. said he was going to a farm up north. <laughs> nope. Well, it, that's not entirely. I mean, uh, AAA affiliate for uh, the Yankees is a what? farm team. He was going to <laughs> farm a farm team. You took team. my A Rod away? Yeah. Yes, we took no. your A Rod away. He, you monsters! But now he's going to be. He could be banned from baseball for like one yeah. or two years. So it, life. It, it's entirely possible that he's going to wind up getting suspended because of this whole biogenesis scandal. Uh, there's also, you know, a lot of discussion as to whether or not, uh, you know, A Rod, the Yankees are. Who do we have on the show today? So we have. Four different That people. was a setup to a guest? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Four guests. That was like three the minutes. The whole show today is wall to wall. Oh, who do we have? Right. Who do we have? All right, who do we got? We have uh, union rep Steve Dagwood. Okay, who's the MLBPA. Yeah, MLBPA right. rep who's here to talk to us about uh, where the union stands on this. We okay. got Brian Cashman back in the show. Yankees GM. Right. Yankees GM. We have Bud Selig back in the show uh, to talk to us about baseball stance on, on Biogenesis and Alex Rodriguez. And... The one, the only Scott Boris. Oh, wow. Legendary uh, super money agent. grabber oh. and super agent Scott Boris here to talk to us about the A-Rod situation. Love rocking All Boris right, Phil. We got, a, uh, we got an all-new weird sport. You're goddamn right we do. All right, all right. And we got news, news, news. Yeah, we got all these things. Let's get started. All right. Now, welcome to studio Yankees general manager Brian Cashman. Brian, welcome. Hello, He's the Cashman. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Uh, good to good to be back on the show. Now, Brian, you know why you're here. Uh, I I believe I do. I think we're talking about uh, Alex Rodriguez. Alex Rodriguez, New York Yankee, for the next five years, we think. Uh, well, yep. Uh, next uh, four years after this one. Now, there's been. I mean, specifically, it's uh, it's four years, thirty seven days. To, oh, you're counting down. You seem That's oddly fair. specific about this. And, uh, and here and here's the point is because. A-Rod himself has, has basically said that he thinks the Yankees are trying to keep him in rehab and keep him in the minor leagues and not even get a chance to come up to the big league club well, this that year. Is, that is just ridiculous. I mean, why wouldn't we want a player of A-Rod's caliber coming up here to the big leagues and playing for our club? Well, That's what I'm saying. He's a, a good rough bro. Year, tough time scoring runs. And, you know, Alex Rodriguez's prodigious power. He, uh, he is, does have a bit of a declining skill set, though. Uh Okay, I guess now that you mention it, I might have noticed that, that A-Rod's skills have been on the decline. Uh, I guess some would say substantially on the decline for the last couple of years. Uh, you know, and as the person paying him $28 million this season, uh, it's maybe uh, a little frustrating. But we still obviously want A-Rod back. Why wouldn't we want him back? Well, don't you have an insurance policy that if A-Rod doesn't come back, you can recoup 80% of that $27 million you owe him? Huh. Um... Jeepers. Uh, I guess uh, it, it seems like it's possible that we might have a policy like that. I would have to check with the people involved with those things. But aren't you the per you, you're the person involved with those things. Uh, well, you know, that that's that's like a low level. Uh, you know, the I mean, you're, you're the no, general manager of the team. The you should check with. For, well, let's check like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. 
No, your insurance person didn't show up. I no, no they, they. Oh yeah, I showed <laughs> up. that's how you find out about your insurance. It's right? not actually through through State Farm. But uh, listen, you oh, know, okay. uh, obviously recouping eighty percent of twenty seven million dollars for a worthless player. I mean, a uh, a player who's whoa. Whose skills are don't call my the, friend worthless. I didn't say worthless. I don't know what you guys are talking about. But no, uh, I mean, it would be totally unscrupulous of us to try and prevent a Rod from reaching the field this year, and that's why we're just not doing that. We're absolutely committed to getting him on the field just as soon as A-Rod is completely healthy. That said, you know, latest I've heard from Yankee team doctor, strep throat. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yep, strep throat. That's the worst. You can cough blood. All right. Yeah, and, you know, cold and clammy palms. So, you know, you oh, can't have him playing with those. That might be from a nightmare. He could this, be ill. This yep, seems but, suspicious, Brian. What? Uh, but thank you very much for joining us today. We appreciate uh, okay. your take well, yeah, on Alex good, Rodriguez. Good, good to be back on the show. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. All right. Jonathan Papelbon says what everyone is thinking. The Phillies really <laughs> suck. Or that he, or I have a goofy name. Jonathan Papelbon. I'm going to say what everybody's thinking. My name's silly. Is that a gumdrop? Look, they're in my eyes. I have gumdrop eyes. Papelbon. <laughs> yeah, yes, Phil. That's, I guarantee that's what he sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> this season, <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, nope. Pat, okay, so this season he's 20 for 25 in save opportunities. He's 2-0 and with an ERA of 221. And because the Phillies are lightly out of it this year, Papelbon's name has been mentioned in trade rumors. Silly trade rumors. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so what say you, Jonathan Papelbon? No, I would like to stay here. But if I'm going to have to put up with this year after year, then no. I don't want to be here. Why would you? Why would anybody? Whoa. <laughs> He's an angry pebble bomb. <laughs> he went on to say, it's going to take a lot. In my opinion, a lot. And in my opinion, I think it's going to have to be something very similar to what the Red Sox went through a couple of years ago, from top to bottom. Uh, starting at the top, of course, means boneheads who gave an aging closer <laughs> a $50 million contract Whoa. in 2011. Ew. He's basically telling them they need to rebuild, and as part of that rebuilding process, they need to trade him because yeah. no one wants to play for a rebuilding loser. That's fair. I don't want to be on a loser team. Uh, that's part of it. That's part of the business, Palpon said of player turnover. If you want to go in a different direction, and I'm not a piece of that puzzle, so be it. I'm a piece of a multicolored puzzle in three dimensions. <laughs> the third dimension's time. It's flat. <laughs> I was going to say, that does not sound like a Puzz 3D ad. No, no. But you mean time. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a two-dimensional puzzle with the time as the third dimension instead of the Z-axis. There are no feelings in this game. I left Boston. Carl left. Josh left. Adrian left. Now look at him. Are those uh, members of Entourage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my, my. Let's leave Boston, Josh and Eric. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Red Sox are currently in first place, but it's odd to throw an entire franchise under the bus comparing them to the dysfunctional 2011 Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of funny. He's basically spouting off on his own team saying, you guys suck, trade me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily, he's a cartoon character, so none of it really mattered. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get trouble. Yeah. I say, hey, listen, Frank, honest, 
let's give him at least a little credit. In, yeah. the, in the world of response to questions and oh, sports yeah. interviews, nobody ever says shit that means anything. He's, I'm Frank Honest. I'm <laughs> Popplebaum's boss in this cartoon. <laughs> it's, uh, they're all morality plays. They are, yeah, they all are. Well, yeah. I really should tell the truth more often, Frank <laughs> Honest. Yeah, right. You should, Papplebaum. <laughs> Hold hands and walk into the sunset with me. Papplebaum, not Papplebaum. I don't know. I didn't see it written he's, on he's, paper. Yeah, okay. Terrell Pryor said he didn't know how to throw a football before this offseason. Prior to the offseason? Everyone else said, yeah, we knew that. I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I don't his last know name's how Pryor, and he said before I, the offseason. Let me try it again. All right. Terrell Pryor said he didn't know how to throw a football prior to this offseason. Whoa, Whoa! Jordan is the king of wordplay. Uh, coming off the shocking news report earlier this offseason that Michael Vick didn't know the correct way to carry a football until spring Every, camp. That's mm. not shocking. Everybody knew that. Terrell Pryor makes this startling admission that is actually only startling if you've never seen him play. <laughs> I never really knew how to throw a football before. They got me going in the right direction to be a pretty good quarterback who knows how to throw the ball. That's good. That's because often part of being a good quarterback. Well, despite Phil's success running the ball with Joe Montana and Tecmo Super Bowl, <laughs> Very quarterbacks good in today's NFL must throw the ball. Yeah. Well, what oh, about geez. what about no? I mean, Tim Tebow couldn't throw the ball, and he's obviously a wildly successful. Oh yeah, Tight Rodney end Pete. filling in for a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Rodney Pete in 1991 couldn't throw the ball, so he only runs two when Barry Sanders is injured. Is Barry Sanders injured in the year? Uh, week two and week three, Barry Sanders was injured. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch YouTube. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, he he learned how to throw. How did he learn to throw a football this off season? I asked rhetorically. <laughs> with a ragtag coach and a bunch of kids. Well, he worked all off season with former major league pitcher Tom House. Yeah. Oh, oh no, Terrell. <laughs> was the football you were throwing round and white with red <laughs> stitching? <sighs> Actually, uh, while being a former major leaguer, Tom House is a throwing guru wow. who's worked with other quarterbacks like Tom Brady. Oh, however, Tom Brady's a pretty good passer. Yeah, however, actually, it was mostly hairstyling tips with right. Tom Brady. That's fair. Just, um, uh, Pryor was reportedly confused when uh, throwing guru Tom House would not accept Ohio State memorabilia or tattoo shop gift cards as payment for what? services. Oh, that's yeah. too bad. Completely baffled. Adrian Peterson to break Emmett Smith's all-time rushing record in 2017. Subheadline acknowledges he may have to use Blade Runner legs. <laughs> That's fair. Not being used, right? After finishing last season, yeah, they're not being, they're in storage right, right. now. You yeah. can't wear those in prison. Yeah, uh, there's actually in, in prison he's the rape stump. Right, exactly. You just got little peg legs. It's <laughs> awful. Hey, rape stump. <laughs> waddle waddle. That's, uh, they actually, killed a woman. I don't yeah. feel that bad. No, yeah, right. but there's a there's a new Blade Runner guy. There's the new guy who's, who's broken, yeah, broken his records at the Paralympics, wants to compete in the Olympics, and right now the times he's putting up would win at the Olympics in the 400. Really? Yeah, what country is he from? Good. Oh, I don't know. I'd have to look this up. My brother sent me an email this morning. One oh, of those countries I, where you cut your own legs I off in order to win world records. But that's not it. it yeah, it's a new level of controversy if a guy comes in and wins with no legs. Oh, I absolutely. Feel. Yeah. Uh, after finishing last season just eight yards shy of Eric Dickerson's single-season rushing record, Peterson has his eyes on another record. 
Emmitt Smith's all-time rushing record of 18,355 yards. Whoa. Which is now, a pretty bullshit record. Now let's all bow our heads close to our microphones and grumble for a few seconds about how Barry Sanders would have had that record, was, and is the greatest running back of all time. I mean, he clearly right. Right. Yeah, 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 It was like 15 Sanders, It was an average yeah. season for Barry Bowl Sanders. He averaged five been. yards a carry over the course of his I got career. 5,000 rushing yards at Tecla Super Bowl. Right? Uh, he has the math figured out to the game. Whoa. Week 16 of the 2017 season. However, he did not break down the math on a per-game basis. Someone else did that for him. It would require him to average 20, uh, sorry, 120.3 yards for the next 79 games. When this was relayed to him, Peterson said, Woo! That's pushing it, huh? <laughs> but hey, pushing it's the only way to do it. You know it. I uh, think that's a good response. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I like that he did the math to figure out, like, I want to break – I'm going to break this record, and it's good to set goals. I'm going to do it this year at this game if I average – and he didn't take a step back to think what he would need to do on the per-game basis. Right, yeah. right. And then when it was said to him, it was like, oh, shoot. He can do it. <laughs> that Ugh. is a lot. Well, um, what if he just played another 16 games beyond that or something? Then it's less, right? Yeah, well, you can only play – How many seasons? This he, has, he said he'd do it in the 2017 season. Oh, okay. okay. So he set he a time limit. That yeah. was a mistake. That was the, Well, because there's a ton of questions. You right. Know? Does he have the longevity? Right. Can he stay healthy? As long right. as he keeps using HGH, yeah. Will advances in drug testing technology <laughs> slow him down? <laughs> right. Stepping on my punchline, Joel. Sorry, and will they have jetpacks in football by 2017? I think they might. Will there be a Blade Runner in football by 2017? Oh, he'd be slitting throats and slitting hearts. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> no, there's nothing to think about. Think, if you think about it, he'll be slitting Phil, hearts. Phil, you slit my heart. I think still in the NFL, he'd probably be rape stump. <laughs> Joining us now is MLBPA union rep Stephen Dangwood. Uh, Stephen, welcome to the show. Uh, hello, hello. Uh, I just want to say how outraged I am at the at the disappointing treatment for for uh, Alex Rodriguez. Well, how do you mean? I mean, I think he's being treated fair. No, he is being treated terribly. The Yankees, this is an abomination, and it's terrible. Whoa. After all of the time that we in America have spent fighting for workers' rights, the labor movement in America has has, has not come to this point to have a worker abused and placed in unfair working conditions. Like Mr. Alex Rodriguez is right now. Yeah! Woo! IRA! IRA! No, that's a different one. That's a different one. That's that's our St. Patrick's Day cheer. Okay, cool. That's our St. Patrick's Day cheer. (laughs) All right. Protestants. Okay. Um... But no, uh, you, you you say unsafe working conditions, but he has a great working conditions. He's down there at the Yankees facility in uh, Tampa. He's being, he's being forced not to play right now. Uh, the doctor that they're sending to him uh, is a management doctor, not a doctor selected from, uh, from A-Rod's side or by the union. Okay, uh, uh, much of this has not been approved. Okay, have you guys ever heard of the Triangle Shirtwaist Company? Uh, no. I... The Triangle Shirtwaist? The Triangle Shirtwaist Company. In the early 20th century, one of their factories had terrible working standards. They used to lock the doors to keep the employees inside. A fire broke out. 50 people leapt to their death rather than be burned what? alive oh right there in Manhattan. Oh. And this is exactly what... The Yankees are trying to perpetrate against Alex Rodriguez right now. Yeah, it, it, succession it, or death. Succession no, or death. No, no, Phil, that's a that's a different one. Oh, I'm sorry. That's when we that's when we go to spring break and oh, yeah. Gulf Shores. Right, right. <laughs> now, 
Uh, no, that is not it at all. Because he 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 has great. He's paid millions of dollars. This is not the same as the unfair, unsafe working conditions that we that we were tackling in the early labor movement. Major League Baseball players' minimum salary is like close to four hundred thousand dollars, and they're compensated very well for their work. Uh, well, you know, you say that, but Alex is not working right now. Okay. Okay. And 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 again, I just really feel like this is an instance where we are just getting bullied. Okay, the uh, players are getting bullied by the owners, and they are not getting their due. Yeah, but send our jobs to I, players not south of the border. I am heading out Save right now. Save that chant for never. Okay. To start picketing in memory of Alex Rodriguez and the 3,200 coal miners who died in this country in 1907. Both are going to be side-by-side side on display. Okay. Uh, thank thank yeah. you, Steven. Hey, hey, ho, ho, the corn lobby has to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho, the corn lobby has to go. All right, sympathy strike. Yeah. Joining us in the studio now, super agent, Major League Baseball super agent, Scott Boris. All right, hey guys, there, let's Scott. make this quick. I only got five minutes before I got to jump on the phone again. Okay, I'm, all right. You still uh, calling that the horn or the blower? No, nah, we call it the phone. What age are you from, huh? All right. Okay, what the hell Scott. is wrong with you? All right, uh, was that you, a question? It was a question. All right, let's speed it up. One of your cl- biggest clients, A-Rod. Yeah, Negotiated A-Rod, two of the biggest superstar. contracts in Major League Baseball. Yeah. yeah. Now looking like he's going to get suspended. Yeah, well, my 10% isn't going to be suspended. That's for sure. Am I right? Who wants some cocaine? Anyone want cocaine? Oh, Scott, oh please. Scott, Scott, how about a Perrier? People Perrier are going to listen to cocaine. I'll right, take a Perrier, fair. actually. Right, I like the water. I appreciate that. Uh, um, but, yeah, that's, uh, you know, uh, are you – I mean, how are you dealing with this? One of your biggest clients is being treated terribly by, by hey, the Yankees. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Terribly? Come on. I always tell people, the teams that I negotiate, hey, if they get suspended, you don't have to pay them, all right? I mean, that's made the contracts easier since drug testing became such a big part of the game, huh? Do you guys want yeah. an underage prostitute? No, no, that's awful. Scott, right, that's just making sure. Hey, I thought I would be hospitable. All right, you got three more minutes. But no, well, Scott, speaking of being hospitable, yeah. like right now, uh, your client thinks that the Yankees are out to get him. He thinks that they're trying to prevent him from playing. Okay, and 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 I would think that you'd be going in there and fighting for your client. Well, you want me to fight for my client, huh? Yeah. Well, if I'm okay, hey, 10% is 10%, buddy, all right? It's 10% whether I get it here. It's 10% whether I get it in a whorehouse in Tijuana. It's 10% whether I get it on a hot air balloon with three Russian hookers. Why would you get 10% from a whorehouse yeah, I, in I Tijuana? Don't, that does not track. I don't no, fuck. all I'm saying is I get my 10% either way. Who gives a fuck, right? Well, A-Rod, your client, A-Rod, gives a fuck. Look, he's getting 90%, all right? I can show you the math, but you look too dumb to understand it, well, all right? Well, he won't get is paid. nine times what I get on my 10%, and look at my suit jacket, huh? It's made out of human. That Wait, is awful. That you is should be arrested terrible. for that. It's made out of dyed human. It's legal where I bought it from, let me tell you. It's definitely not legal here. <laughs> That's uh, it. Just it seems like this is an awfully crass and materialistic perspective in your part. It seems like you'd still care at me just... Just because A Rod's yeah. entire contract, which is through his age forty one ye- season, and it's it's completely paid whether you, you know, he might have a point. Jordan. I got a point here. Am I right? The contracts are guaranteed. Yeah, He's the contracts money. are guaranteed. You're making that money one now. Way or the let other. me tell you how to start a pyramid scheme and get a bunch of brokies to give up their money. All Why right? would you need a pyramid scheme? You made $27 million off of A-Rod's contract hey, Scott, last contract. can we alone. talk off the air? I'm yeah, of course really, we could talk off the I'm air, but you really. got about 30 seconds, so we better get off the air quick. Uh, uh, oh, okay, thank, that, thank you. I'm going to go. I need, I need this money. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Scott Boris. 
For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Weird sports. That was that was painful. I made out. myself laugh in the middle of it. All right, this week's weird sport, uh, Venatio. <laughs> a bag pardon. Uh, Venatio. Is this Italian? No, it I think it's Italian. Latin. <laughs> Venatio, which is Latin for hunt. The plural is. Uh, last time I was hanging out with your Venatio. mom, she put on a Vijay show. Boom! I hated that joke. <laughs> was a form of you know energy. that's Latin for uh, hunt. Yeah, Vijay show. Vijay show is that for Hunt, or it's also a CW show coming this fall. The Vijay show uh, was a form of entertainment in Roman amphitheaters involving the hunting and slaying of wild animals. So this is like a historical weird sport. Yeah, it's like a coliseum-y sport. Oh, okay. Kind of like those gladiator games, right? So the, the hunting yeah. and slaying, I mean, how much hunting yeah. would there be if you're in the coliseum? It's like, well, he's, he's down here somewhere. Well, maybe I should get into this shit, all okay. right? Uh, the history of it, exotic wild beasts from the far reaches of the Roman Empire were brought to Rome, and hunts were held like in the ducks. morning. Yeah, kind of, like ducks in a barrel, right? Yeah. Put a bunch of ducks in a barrel. Easy to kill. Um, Anything in a barrel is easy to kill. <laughs> yeah, unless it's like a sponge. Uh, like, you know sponges? Like sea sponges? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can't really you kill them. stab them? Still alive. Also, I don't know if you knew this about I'm me. I am, <laughs> I am especially lethal when I'm in a barrel. Yes. You just try and kill me. In a, Jordan, you come at me when I'm in a barrel? I'm, when I'm, gonna, I'm outside. I'm especially gonna, if you put yeah, them in I'm a barrel gonna. full of loaded guns. <laughs> then it's very dangerous. <laughs> He's just shooting wildly. Um, hunts were held the morning prior... Uh, to the afternoon main event of gladiatorial duels. So this was like the warm-up act for the gladiators. Kind of. It's like the Jimmy Pardo to a Conan taping. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Pardo to a Conan taping. What is so? Does he do? Does he do the warm-up? He's the warm-up guy. He's the warm-up guy. Okay. Make sure to check out the Never Not Funny podcast with Jimmy Pardo. Very funny. Uh, the hunts were held in the Roman Forum, the Septa. And in the Circus Maximus, which you may know as a Vegas casino. Uh, I believe it was also the uh, most circusy circus oh, I believe in it. Rome. Hence it, the name Circus Maximus. Yeah. It's uh, uh, Gladiator 2 is where they named the circus after Maximus Aurelius. <laughs> right. And uh, a lot of people haven't seen that. A lot of people died. In the a casino Circus Circus? I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> Though none of these venues offered protection to the crowd from the wild animals on display. Ooh, that's yeah. actually interesting. I'm leaning forward. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. Who wants to sit in the front row? No, nobody? <laughs> nobody? <in laughs> front the- row is the splash zone. <laughs> it's probably your own blood. Uh, special precautions were taken to prevent the animals from escaping these venues, such as the erection of barriers. <laughs> <laughs> and the digging of ditches. <laughs> Very few animals survived these hunts, though they did sometimes defeat 
uh, the bestiarious or hunters of the wild beast. Hmm. Sometimes the hunters got killed by the animals. The hunters, by the animals. yes, were the hunted. Yeah, sometimes the uh, humans were the most dangerous prey. I don't know if that's how the quote goes. Thousands of wild animals would be slaughtered in one day. It would be a bloodbath. A bloodbath. They would take exotic animals. Some would be flamingos. Some would be elephants. They'd just go and have a good old time slaying them all. Okay. Would they, what, people would watch them kill flamingos? That just seems... They were just... That was a, not very sorted, crazy wild Nor days. are they indigenous to Rome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, they were indigenous maybe. to the Roman Empire. Yeah. Uh, Gorillas, maybe. See, a gorilla, uh, I could see, even a monkey. But the flamingo, I feel like that's just... That's like... That's like you work like like their legs know. bend backwards. Yeah. That's not yeah. fair. Maybe Phil is the maybe they Phil is the new gladiator on the block, and he's just sort of like, "All right, Phil, listen, we don't want to we don't want to toss you into the deep end too fast here." So here's a Pekingese. <laughs> yes. Yep. Exactly. Uh, during the inauguration of the Colosseum, over nine thousand animals were killed in one Venetia. Wow. Yeah. Right. 9,000 animals in a day. Would they eat the meat afterwards? I hope. I sure hope so. uh, Here's the thing. You mix too many different foods, though, and it gives you a bad tummy. Yeah, they don't really Uh, say. I actually had that But I assume that they were probably, like, they would just, like, the the gladiators would come out and just be covered in animal blood and just be like, I did it. And then they would just throw out the rest. Right? Maybe there was food. I don't know. Maybe they ate it afterwards. Not all the animals were ferocious. Though most were. Animals that appeared in the Venetio included lions, elephants, bears, deer, wild goats, dogs, and rabbits. <laughs> rabbit would be especially entertaining. Oh, you that gotta rabbit. Chase the you rabbit. gotta chase okay, them down. That would be the I time where they get like the little gladiators, like the five year olds. Now it's time <laughs> for the rabbit competition, and the little kids would run around. And slaughter and smear the blood on their face and be generally uh, psychotic. It could be like the rabbit from Monty Python's Quest for the Holy Grail, though. Yeah. Reports of tigers being used during such games are false and are attributed to the eventual demonetization of beast hunts. Demonetization? Oh, they- demonetization like uh, demonizing. Oh, demonization. I thought, I thought they meant like not no longer monetizing. Yeah. Like they weren't making money from it. They went um, non-profit. They were, yeah, not-for-profit game of an age. How would you be demonizing by saying they had tigers in them? Uh, I think that it's because they wanted to show it as being more dangerous and ferocious. But, I mean, they yeah, I think the it's lions, a human right? slaughter. Right, I don't know. Yeah, Fuck it. Uh, some of these animals were trained and instead of fighting, performed tricks. <laughs> which <laughs> and I then love. they killed them. They had oh, Yappy the backflipping dog on the side while everybody else was getting murdered. Caught, he caught five Frisbees, Yep, head chopped off. <laughs> yes, exactly. But as he caught the Frisbee, that's when they swung the sword and knocked its head off. So the mouth had already the head. It must be frisbee. really frustrating for the, the animal trainer. It's like, yeah. We spent two years teaching him how to... That squirrel being pulled by the electronic boat on water skis. Yeah. It took yeah. years. Yeah, it's true. He just put a sword through his face. <laughs> yeah. You think you're better than me, squirrel? Revered for its ferocity, the lion was extremely popular in Venetios and gladiatorial shows. Thus, the dictator Kaiser or Caesar, used the 400 lions imported primarily from North Africa and Syria in the circus, where the inclusion of foreign animals loaned his show's extra panache. Kaiser is actually how you pronounce it in Latin. It is. That's yeah. true. The C's are a hard K, and A-E is an I diphthong, so it's That's Kaiser. why I said it, Joel. 
Jeez. You also Thanks, just because I don't know anything about sports. You also said I don't re- you also said revered earlier for revered. So I just you know was thought maybe every we pronunciation weren't, we weren't going to bring that up. Exactly. We weren't going to bring because that up because Rever was the name of a website that was a video <laughs> hosting platform in the mid two thousands. Jeez, silly me. Indeed, obtaining the animals from the far-flung corners of the empire was an ostentatious display of wealth and power by the emperor or other patron of the populace and was meant to demonstrate Roman power of the whole human and animal world and to bring the plebes of Roman exotic animals they might have not otherwise seen. Goodness. Yeah, right? That sounds great. I mean, whoever wrote that sentence, I hate. I want to... Freaking Venatio is head off because of the ostentatious of that sentence. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Executions following the Venatio in the order of the daily events was the execution of convicted Roman citizens of lower status. <laughs> also called the Humilioris. <laughs> Oh, how humiliating. Yes, they'd be like, we killed the animals. Who's ready for people? Yeah! Main event! Bring out the humiliaris. I'm humiliated. Uh, Usual forms of execution included burning at the stake, crucifixion, and ad bestius, where the prisoner is left alone in the ring with one or more wild animals. Uh, Boy, I got to tell you guys, if I'm sitting here thinking to myself, what kind of execution do I most want to see for my entertainment dollar? Or my entertainment uh, coin us. Yeah, the monetization. Definitely ad bestious. Yeah. Right. I, w- I would feel ripped off if, like, I paid good money for good tickets and I yeah. got crucifixion. Like, right. oh, great, because I, ha- I have four days. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm going to watch nails go in the hands and then just sit and hang out. Yeah. Well, they boring. Bleed, no. That's also, yeah, like burning at the stake. Seems like a bit of a cop out. Like, well, I don't know. It's, that's it's more a, it's exciting. A quick, easy, it's better than crucifixion, sure, but I'd still be like, I'd. I'd really like to see guys my let's alliance. save all of these discussions for when we do the weird sport of crucifixion <laughs> and that brings an end to another joining us now commissioner of major league baseball Bud Selig. Hey, hey guys, oh, how's it going? Voice. Good to be back. Jeez. It's great to have you back, Bud. You know, I, I Phil, I love having you on the show. I, I think. Oh, and I little... love being on oh, the show. Oh, I do really you. love being on. The show. Too much it's optimism. A, it's a great little show you guys do here. Little. Though this I... is our lives. Well, I couldn't find it on the radio last time. Oh, oh, it's, but you. it's okay. We'll, we'll explain it later. But we got to ask it, and I hate asking you the tough questions because oh. I'm, I'm a big fan of the game. A Rod. Oh, yep. Did you have sex with that woman? No. Phil, oh, sorry. Knock it off. All right. Well, unless you're talking about Mama Seelig. I, I mean, that's what my children Your call ma- my wife. Oh, God, phew. <laughs> Jesus. My heart went up into my throat when well, you that said would, that. That would be obvious, wouldn't it? it? I clearly wasn't. Sick, I, sick. I thought it was obvious, Bud, Phil, you're messed up. Okay. Bud, A Rod. Gotta yep. ask you well, point blank. What's going on okay. here? Well, listen. Um,. All right, I want you. I want you to both to prepare yourself because uh, I know you're, you're you're familiar with a Rod. He's quite a big star. He is yes. Major League Baseball. And uh, I think as it would turn out, uh, Mr. Rodriguez might not be the most honest person 
uh, we have currently in baseball. You take it's that back. It's entirely possible that he's been not completely forthright about a few things. Well, like like what? Tell us. Uh, well, uh, it's beginning to look more and more. I know Alex came to me this offseason, and he said to me, hey, real bummer, but I'm going to have to change my doctor. Uh, and that was his explanation for why he was maybe having some problems with his hip. Uh, but as it would turn out, he had to change his doctor because it's possible that that doctor was not such a good doctor. That he was uh, he was selling performance-enhancing drugs. Wait, uh, you know what those are? I do know what those are. Uh, I believe they were used once or twice in 1998. Well, and uh, since then, they haven't. Uh, well, they've uh, been used kind of a lot recently. This whole biogenesis scandal. It's like 20 uh, players. Yep, well, we're, you know, we're digging into that. And obviously, we're all just a little disappointed uh, by some of these findings. It's looking more and more like... Well, like a few different players have been been using the the drugs, that even though they were illegal. All of them. Bad all apples. Of them. Some bad apples. Nope. All you know, of them. Not all and, of them. And, and I gotta be honest. I don't know. I don't know what else you know. Major League Baseball could have done. I mean, it's against the law for them to have these drugs without a prescription anyway, and then we made it illegal. So you could have investigated, bud. Well, how were we supposed to? I mean, everybody knew, bud. We were just supposed to assume that the the fine young men playing Major League Baseball weren't weren't playing by the rules. Everybody knew, bud. Well, Bud Selig didn't know, but. Obviously, now we're doing what we have to do to correct some of these mistakes. And what what is one of those actions that you plan on doing? Uh, well, I'm going to sit down with each and every player and ask them to their face. Are you using performance-enhancing substances? And while you're asking them, you're going to stick them with a needle and take a vial of their blood, right? Well, I don't imagine that if I just if I sat down and had a one-on-one with them, I don't think they would lie to me. <sighs> I love you, bud. I, I really do. I, I worry that your naivety has been um, not the greatest for the game. Na- naivete? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't even know what to say to that. I just... Look, Jordan used to rever you, and now he doesn't anymore. <laughs> do you mean Revere? Like Ben Revere? Why are you letting this happen to your league? Why are you letting this... I don't know about letting it happen, You should guys. be arrested just... as an accessory. Whoa, that's yep. a little harsh. Ooh, I, listen, accessory. I just... I like baseball, everybody. You know? And, and not, not the sort of new, flashy baseball that you guys had on display during your segment, Only Baseball, which I appreciate the creative effort. Just, you know, maybe just a a little too fast-paced for me, to be God, honest. you. <laughs> But, you know, the old-time baseball, you know? And, and that's what we want to try and get back to. And that's why, again, we're going to take real steps here, like sitting down with the players and asking them if they're using drugs, and then, I don't know, maybe also uh, uh, sitting down with them again after next season. Just keeping the pressure on, continuing to ask them, are you using performance-enhancing drugs? It's what happens when they say yes? And when they say yes, I'm using performance-enhancing drugs. Oh, I'm drugs. pretty sure none of them are going to say yes. Ah! None of them ever say yes. I assume because they're not using performance-enhancing drugs. All right, bud. We're, we're talking in circles here. It's been great to have you on the show. Oh, it's been great to be back. And, w- and once again, is it is it because I'm not getting the AM dial in quite the right place? Because sometimes you really got to... We're going to send you a link. We'll send you a link through, through hyperlink. email. Hyperlink. A link? In, in, in email. It, it, it's on iTunes. You're going you're gonna to mail me the, the station that it's going to be on? Yes, Why we're going to put just... a wax seal on a letter that's got... That's, God, you know, you do need the wax seal a lot of times. You don't want people going through Thanks for showing up, bud. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the end another sports, sports, sports. podcast. But before we go... 
Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast. You'll top our thinking. You can find us on Stitcher radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com. Search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on YouTube. Go to youtube.com slash comedy while you're there, please check out me playing Tecmo Super Bowls, the 1991 Detroit Lions, and make sure to comment and subscribe and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can find us on iTunes by searching the Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. at Sports the Number 3, all one word, Space Podcast. While you're there, please rate and review. And for all of our back episodes, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Tell you what, that, that union rep outside, I think, heard Phil suggesting to Bud Selig that you just take a drug test right there without their permission or anything. Uh-oh. Wow. <laughs> Am I going to get in trouble? Or is yeah. Bud going to get in trouble? What are the ramifications? The, the union rep appears to be piping mad. Do we know why he's picketing our office? And why is he talking about the corn lobby? Yeah. That was you. That was you. You started the corn lobby. I just wanted to acknowledge it. Yeah. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.